Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Pilot's Guide podcast. It is yet another emergency podcast because Sean is on vacation this time, and I'm joined by a name that you as a listener have heard many times, but a voice that you have yet to hear. Please introduce yourself, sir. My name is Angelo Lero. There he is. That's Sean's, Sean's brother, Sean's older brother, Angelo, uh, one of our producers, and he's here today. Uh, he got the call last week. He said, oh, yeah, let's, let's uh, record an episode uh, in place of Sean. So another person coming for Sean's job. But uh, we watched a show that was by his suggestion. And uh, I'll let him introduce the show that we watched for today's episode. So it's a pretty recent show. Mm-hmm. And um, it's an Amazon original. Mm-hmm. A good amount of people have been talking about it. It's been getting a lot of buzz. And it's called The Boys. <laughs> Crack, Cracking open, open a cold, cold one. one. Yeah, it's it's an Amazon original. Uh, it was just released, I believe, on July 26th. Um, and it caught my eye just was because... Was last Friday? Uh, yes, last yeah, Friday. Um, and it caught my eye mainly because I've seen a good amount of advertisements um, for it. And I, and I don't really browse Amazon too much but because we have it i decided why not let's i I've, of course i saw the the banner on amazon looked kind of interesting and and uh when i got the call about the podcast i was like why not let's let's give it a shot well, and one of the things about amazon is that sean doesn't have a subscription so he can't he won't ever be able to watch amazon shows because his free month trial period is up so i can only watch amazon originals with guests that's how it worked when I watched Miss Maisel with my sister, and I'm watching The Boys with Angelo. Yeah, if if you're new to the Pilot's Guide podcast, and we've changed formatting recently, uh, we open the show with our two-minute rapid review. But in the case, and talking with Angelo from a production standpoint, we think that it might be better, because this show is an hour long, to bump it up to a three-minute review for the hour shows and continue with the two minutes for the half an hour shows. So what I am going to do, I'm going to set a timer on my phone and Angelo will have three minutes to recap the show off the cuff, no notes, everything that he can pull out of his brain for the complete arc of the show. And then after he's done, I will do the same thing, fill in the gaps, uh, add a little bit of information here and there, and then after that we'll talk a little bit more about certain scenes or events in the show that uh, we want to talk a little bit more about. So I'm going to get set. Do you have anything to say before uh, before your review, or are you you feeling ready to go? I think I'm I think I'm feeling ready. The the majority of it it, it was a it was a jam packed show. There's a lot mm-hmm. a lot of stuff going on. Pretty pretty linear. It, it a good a good way to keep track of it. But yeah, let's let's jump right in. I don't think there was a flashback, so... I don't think there was either. Good. All right. Three minutes on the clock. Get ready. Three, two, one, go. So we start with Huey is the main character. We see him in a tech store. It seems like a... Um, like a knockoff Best Buy. Very small. It's on the street. Um, his girlfriend walks in by the name of Robin. And they ended up having some small talk. They leave the store and we see them just arguing, not arguing, they were talking about just stuff about what they would do later on that night. Then we see a slow-mo of Robin get completely obliterated. 
And by obliterated, I mean her guts, blood, bones, everything is in this slow-mo shot. And we see a pan to the left, and we see a superhero, or a soup, as what we will call them, named A-Train. A-Train is a knockoff Flash. And you will notice throughout the rest of the show that they are all knockoff um, characters based on the Avengers um, and the Marvel franchise. So... Huey uh, is left standing with Robin's hands in his hands and nothing else. Throughout the rest of the show, the whole show is based on Huey's despair and trying to cope with the fact that these soups, as they're called, aren't necessarily the best thing for society. The There are seven in particular that we will talk about, um, and they are all they all have a dark side that isn't shown in the spotlight spotlight like all of um, the media likes to portray. So we end up meeting another main character. His name is Butch. And he finds Huey based upon his despair that he just had of the loss of his girlfriend. And they begin, they they turn to try to take down the seven, as they're called, and try to catch them on um, different actions that they do, actions that they do that aren't portrayed in... Um, the publicity and and the media and uh the whole show is based around butch and huey or at least that's what it seems like in the first episode that they were they're going to work together to try to take down the seven um we do end up seeing one of the seven get taken down later in the episode um upon huey and butch's uh surprise uh but for the most part um Huey is a very introverted character and does not like a lot of confrontation. So Butch is a very Butch character, as I could put it. And he is very forthgoing and, and, and upfront about all of his feelings and all of his actions and really doesn't care about the well-being of most people. Um, and the rest of the show follows them with Five, a, a couple of uh, four, points three. looking at the seven. All right. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. You left a lot in there for me to chew yeah, on. There's... Fortunately, there's an entire B-plot that uh, I'll probably do spend most of my time uh, working on. But uh, if you want to set a timer for me. Let's set that timer. All right. Three minutes set. See, see what I can do. Ready? Yep. Here we go. Three, two, one. So one of the biggest things about the show is that it's effectively showing that superheroes in this universe um, are like a business. There's this company called Vought or Vote. I forget how they, they uh, pronounce it. But it's a company that provides superheroes to major cities. So that's like the seven are just seven special superheroes kind of like a justice league angelo said marvel i like them more to dc and the justice league but it's whatever um and they are the big seven superheroes in the world so they they look they seem publicity wise to be paragons but they're all uh very bad people uh some of the other things that's important and and what this this B plot that runs throughout the episode is there's this woman uh Annie January I believe her name is and she is a soup she goes by the name of Starlight and she is 
trying to uh, become a member of the seven. It's just like a job interview. We see her at the very beginning of the show getting interviewed. She's working out. She's getting buff, ready to try to get this job because one of the seven recently retired. Um, she ends up getting the job and she thinks that it's going to be great. Her and her mom are so excited. Uh, and then it turns out to be a really bad situation. So one of the things that we'll be talking about later is how uh, Annie has to deal with some of the sexual blackmail that she is confronted with just from just upon entrance to the seven. And it's uh, really not good. And you see the true colors of the other six superheroes. They're all bad people. Even Homelander, who's like this Superman guy who seems like a great guy, but at the end of the show ends up destroying a um, an airplane just with his laser vision because he's just a bad guy. Uh, one of the big things that they talk about, is the owner of this business, the CEO, this woman, uh, I think her name's like Madeline or something. Uh, she has, there's this thing that this man from Detroit who's trying to buy a superhero, uh, it, it's called Compound V. And we don't really know what Compound V is, but that's sort of the impetus, impetus to... Uh, as to why Homelander destroys the plane with this man on it, just blows it the hell up. Superheroes are bad in this universe is pretty, you know, cut and dry, uh, but kind of like big sports stars, the media wants to cover it up because it's not great for a society that is sort of driven Five. on this superhero business. Two. Wow. Pretty good. Yeah, that was that was a good uh, good B plot um, explanation. And I mean, when we say A and B plot, it all it all kind of fits together nicely, and mm-hmm. it, it does have a nice flow to it. And there are even things that both of us in that three minutes still left out. I mean, yeah. there, there was it was a, it was a jam packed pilot, and surprisingly enough, there was a lot more that we we haven't talked about. But what are some of the other things that you want to you want to hit on? I, I certainly think that we could expand a little bit in certain areas so throughout the the beginning of the episode um we try to figure out when when huey and, i think i think i said butch but his name is butcher billy butcher uh, but, yeah. i think that's... um but we they the two of them try to find out um more about a train and why he was going so fast and why yeah. he ended up running into robin and obliterating yeah. her um and we 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 end up going to a a club like an under, underground club that is for like superheroes that want to just let loose and do yeah. a bunch of illegal things basically Not- just basically just a place where all superheroes can just bang yeah it, just, it, everybody's banging yeah there was a lot of um there were a couple sexual scenes in that yeah. uh, in that club going on um yeah. it, granted this is a tvma show mm-hmm. um an ma for every single reason yes very gory well not very but i mean the, she, the, the woman <laughs> exploded so i think that's a pretty, the, the, pretty good the first the first yeah first like two minute two and a half three minutes of yeah. the show it, it started with some gore but um yeah. throughout the rest of the show there there is a couple nude characters mm-hmm. um yeah. and just overall is very interesting but you yeah, see like, a dong yeah. Like that, just this is like Game of Thrones. Yeah, they um, they pull it all out. But you had mentioned DC compared to Marvel. Yeah, I so I wrote down 
All the characters' names. All and the superheroes? I, all the superheroes. Okay. And I kind of compared them to different... Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. So, obviously, Home, Homelander, Superman. Mm-hmm. A-Train is essentially the Flash. Flash, right. Uh, the Deep, which is... Aquaman. Um, Aquaman. Translucent. Um, I don't... There's an, there's an uh, invisible guy. There has right? to... Yeah, I can't think of him off the top of my head. Uh, there's a character called Black Noir, Black Panther. Well, that's yeah. That's what I thought. Kind of, but black, we didn't really see a lot about Black Noir. Yeah, he, he, we don't really know what he does. Obviously, with the pilot, they're not going to go into every single character, mainly right. because we want to get to know the main characters, oh, and then um, all of the the seven are kind of in the they're the, they're the whole point of the show, so they're mm-hmm. going to be talked about later. Um, and then there's Queen Maeve, who I, I would assume uh, is Wonder, Wonder Woman. Woman, and right. then um, Starlight and Annie, like you mentioned, is. I would think is Starlight is like Starfire, in which is also X-Men? no Starfire's from no. Teen Titans. Yeah, I'm thinking of um, in X Men. I can't remember. It's been forever since I've watched X Men. But I, there's a character in X Men who I, has some similar powers to Annie um, or Starlight. But so what? Is, so what? Let's talk a little bit about her powers. She sort of fritzes out electric equipment and there's just shoots a big old like bright laser beam is that is that like all we it, did it seems like she had i mean so when we meet annie uh-huh. starlight she's training at her home in uh-huh. des moines iowa and oh, it seems she, like she does have some not super strength but she is extra strong she's strong she's lifting um, cars yeah and, and like that. she's just training i guess to become part of the seven and uh we didn't really see part of her her power at it, when she was at home. She was just training for strength. But right. then when we see her audition tape, mm-hmm. we see um, she her standing in front of a camera and then the camera falling over and like right. all of the lights just going dark. And yeah. it seemed like she can control electricity to some extent and even has like electric powers of some well, sort. They, they ask her to use her power and she's like, yeah, you're probably going to want to turn a lot, turn around. Yeah. So from the name Starlight, you were just thinking, oh, she's just going to get super bright, like that guy in um, in Sky High. You remember the yeah, guy yeah, who's yep. like glow in the dark? <laughs> so st- what um, stupid power. There's even that show on Cartoon Network that I'm thinking of that had he was he was an electric character. Static Shock. Static Shock. Oh, that's yeah, yes, sort yes. of like Static Shock I in a way. I don't know. We still have yet to to find out exactly yeah. what she does and and i'm assuming most of the characters will explicitly say their power believe um, it or not there wasn't a lot of superheroing in this yeah there, <laughs> there is not and and it's funny because there was when starlight becomes inducted into the seven mm-hmm. we do see them all at a table and homelander who is seen as the the god figure of the seven yes. and i guess the the captain i guess mm-hmm. um he wants to know what superhero things they do that who, day who did you save today? yeah but they don't even talk about it because they they cut they they ended up cutting that scene and ta- and going back to Huey and right. and Butcher. So right. it's almost like they don't want you to to hear the good things that the superheroes the soups are doing, and we only focus on the bad things, which I think this whole show is about. Mm-hmm. So really, what what drives this plot is this superhero agency or whatever of vote or vot i still whatever v-o-u-g-h-t it's up to you they pronounce it in the show but i just can't remember so they are trying to pay huey restitution for the death of his girlfriend who he's not he's not married to robin but they were planning on moving in literally that day uh a good a good forty-five thousand, forty-five k. uh huey lives with his dad played by simon pegg uh, which is dope. Great character. Uh, and 
yeah, this company just wants to sort of give him hush money. And Huey says, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take it. And that's when Billy uh, presents himself to him, says, oh, yeah, I'm in the FBI. He shows him his badge and that he's a member of the Federal Bureau of Investigation. Because this takes place in modern, the modern United States. It's like... It's within the it's 21st present, century. Present time, yeah, because he works at a... He's selling TVs and, yeah, and the TVs, HDMI cables. Yeah, they're all... The technology hasn't seemed to advance that much within, mm-hmm. like, the public. But as far as the superheroes, obviously, they all have the, the advanced technology. But within right. the the... Huey, like the non-superhero world, it's pretty much today. Yeah. So the main goal is that Billy wants to have Huey infiltrate infiltrate uh, the tower where the seven work to try to plant a bug. And he wants to plant a bug to take down these people because when they go to that underground bar like Angelo talked about, uh, Billy shows Huey some footage from the cameras of A-Train just basically laughing and poo-pooing the fact that he just, you know, indiscriminately killed a woman and he makes her out to be like she's this insect that as if he were a car on the road and he's just sort of squishing a bug. Uh, And because of that, Huey is driven to like, okay, I'll I'll plant the bug. Uh, I'll call, he calls them, he calls vote and he says, hey, let me, uh, let me. I'll sign the thing, and I'll, I'll sign the NDA that he has to sign to get the forty-five thousand because they have to promise that he won't talk about it. But he said, "You have to, you know, let me shake A Train's hand and like get an apology from him." That's how he's able to get in and plant the chip. Now, do you want to talk a little bit about the scene where the the League, I guess, or the Seven, finds out that he has a chip because that's sort of the driving point for yeah. the big end, ending scene. So. To go off of how horrible some of the characters are, this this isn't directly related, but so the, the other reasons we see they're really bad is that so the deep who we we compared to Aquaman, mm. um, when Starlight is inducted, we see um, the two of them up in in the top of the tower where they have their meetings, and Starlight uh, kind of exclaims to him that she had a schoolgirl crush on him, and not Homelander, who is like the the god that everyone really worships, but yeah. instead she had a crush on the Deep. So the Deep is a really skeezy dude and decides yeah. to just drop trowel and <laughs> completely trial expose there. himself. We see full full ass, and yeah. Uh, yeah. it's a very rough scene for her just because she's yeah. not expecting it and and it, it goes to 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 show that this isn't necessarily uncommon in really everyday everyday just this happens in Our it, real life in, in the yes. real life not mm-hmm. just specifically in in, in the, the superhero in world just it happens and yeah. it's it's a good um good way to show how shitty these people are yep. um and He's there is another scene fun. where um, translucent, which we will we'll go into later, but translucent, he because he turns invisible, he likes to just go into the women's room, or it kind of seemed like a it was a general gender, neutral a general bathroom. natural bathroom, <laughs> but he likes to go in there and just completely make himself invisible and just kind of spy on the girls. So yeah. we notice that, and in order to be invisible, he has to be completely naked. Exactly. So we see. Um, so going back, Huey and Butcher, their plan is for Huey to put a bug in the top of the tower. So when they meet A-Train, um, he's supposed to go through security, go up the elevator, 
Um, when he's sitting in the room, he's supposed to ask the guard to go to the bathroom. Once he goes to the bathroom, he has this little bug and he's supposed to rip the back off the sticky part <laughs> and supposed to put it underneath of the desk that he's signing the NDA on. Right. So he goes to the bathroom and he's sitting on the toilet. And of course, when he opens his phone case, which it was behind the phone and like in between the phone case and the phone, yeah. he opens the phone case and of course it falls out onto the floor. Yeah. Um, out of and the stall and everything. Out of the stall. And we notice Starlight walk in and... Mm. No one notices the device or the 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 bug at first, um, and he Starlight put, doesn't notice the star, bug. Yeah, Starlight doesn't notice it when she walks in. Um, when she walks out, Huey grabs it, peels the sticky part off, and walks out of the bathroom. But then, obviously, we notice um, Translucent was in the bathroom all along, and no one had known another skeezy character. So we notice, or yeah. so we watch Huey go back, sign the NDA, and then he goes on with the rest of his day. Mm-hmm. However, when Huey gets back to work, the door opens, but Huey doesn't see anybody walk in because Translucent ended up seeing him with the bug and thought that he could get away with it, and he starts to beat him up. Oh, this scene This scene kicks ass. This is the best scene in the show, if you, if you don't mind. Yeah, take it. Uh, so, yeah, Translucent comes in. And he grabs Huey by his ID, slams him on the table. He said, I tracked you all the way from the tower. What's this thing? And he shows him the bug. And this is just an invisible guy. Like a completely – like there's nothing there except things floating around. He's got the bug in his hand. And he basically chases Huey into like a corner of the room. And then what does he – he rips he rips a TV out of the wall. Yeah. This is translucent. Rips a TV out of the wall. And it's just a floating TV. And you're like, oh, damn. He's going to kill Huey for planting this bug in the tower. And then uh, right at the last second, who saves the day? Butcher decides to just pile drive Translucent and yeah, run him over with yeah, his car. But he just drives it right through the window. With, without any, without any um, thought of what's going on, he mm-hmm. just drives right through the store. Yeah. Um, and he knows that, tra- I, I guess all along he had known that Translucent would have been in the bathroom and he would have found the bug, and he he kind of put all this together and was going to be looking out for Huey in yeah. the off chance that this was to happen. And to to no avail, he ended up finding out that Huey was getting beat up and that Translucent was behind it all. So they 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 kind of just get into a huge brawl in the store that is yeah. just completely a mess now from the car. Um, he hit this guy with a car, but he's a super. So I think I guess super strength and like. Durability is probably just a thing that all this all these superheroes have because nothing really happens right away to Translucent. But Billy is like, uh, let like let's let's dance. He's got a crowbar and he's gonna swing. I don't know how he knows that he's there, but he does. And he swings his little crowbar and he tries to hit Translucent. He misses him. Yeah, I mean the only thing I can think of is that you could hear him. That's because fair. like That's fair. he not necessarily it doesn't they don't explicitly say that. He is like silent when he's invisible. It mm-hmm. just there is a scene. Should I bring it up now? No, let's talk about it later. Okay, let's talk, we'll about, talk it later. about it later. But yeah, it, it we kind of just see um, we we see Butcher trying yeah. to figure out where he is, and then we do end up seeing um, Butcher end up getting hit enough that he has blood on him. Yes, and blood he, coming out of his mouth. Yeah, blood out of his mouth, his nose, and then Butcher essentially 
splatters it on translucent and getting getting that footprint so he knows where he's at which is actually a really cool so cool um, it looks great yeah it was a really cool animation just to see like he he put blood on his hands i believe his like and then pretty much from his shoulders up so at least he has like the the torso kind of area right mapped and yeah the, the fight goes on and on and it it was it was a pretty badass scene great stuff great stuff however it ends with yeah, so uh, Huey, who's laying on the ground, he comes back in the room. He was going to run out the back exit, and he was like, no, I'm going to stay here and fight with my guy, Billy Butch. Huey goes to where the TV was pulled out of the wall, and it's just like loose wiring. And he sort of motions Billy to get – to knock Translucent back. And uh, he pushes Translucent back into the open wire and right on the cheeks, right between the cheeks. Yep. He, he, he fries the, yes. fries the hell out of him like a fish. And down goes Translucent. He is freaking dead. At least that's what we we mm-hmm. uh, end the episode kind of assuming is that um, the electricity kind of killed him. And they gotta hide the body. Yeah, they, they, they decided to throw him in the trunk. And that's another big reveal because uh, much to Huey's chagrin, uh, Billy Butcher is not a member of the FBI. He is not a Fed, and <laughs> I mean, from the beginning when we meet Butch Butcher, um, it, he shows his badge, but does not act like an <laughs> FBI agent at all. It doesn't no. really even dress like it. It all it, it threw up red flags kind of immediately, yeah. and it's just kind of funny because Huey's not the person to like question <laughs> it. He was just like, okay, I'm gonna go with it. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, he was like, when when you meet or when Butcher ends up saying it he was like of course i'm not in the fbi what are you stupid and it's just it was a funny funny time <laughs> and but. now huey's like damn we can't get away with murder here because you're not a member of the fbi <laughs> we have to cover this up yeah and that's going to be a whole nother can of worms that we'll talk about a little bit more in our theories but that's pretty much everything big that happens in the show do you want to talk about likes and dislikes yeah let's do it sure well all right i'll open the floor to you what uh what jumped out of you so let's see, likes and dislikes. I definitely like the for the first episode. It had a good amount of character development. Um, I think that Huey was we get we get to know Huey pretty well, and we get to know who he is and how he feels about a lot of things. We do we see that he's he has a lot of anxiety. He's he's very um, reserved, and and I think the whole point of the show is to see him grow because he wants revenge for the killing of his his girlfriend and and i mean we meet butcher he seems like a pretty straightforward character but there are a couple parts that they they leave us wondering what his past was like and just kind of what why he's doing what he's doing we we meet annie and and she seems like a very innocent character and and seems like she's going to to be a a helpful helpful aspect to Mm -hmm. um the story and the way that huey and and butcher try to get revenge we see we we don't go too much in the depth with the seven other than we see the deep translucent and homelander and a train all do terrible things we still have yet to see black noir queen mave and um i think one other no the lamplighter we don't know Uh, oh yeah the the lamplighter that was the one that retired yeah um, but we, we haven't seen Black Noir and Queen Maeve do anything horrible yet, so we, we still have a lot to learn about them. Right. But yeah, the, the character development I really liked. I, I think effects-wise, 
there were a, a couple cool effects that yeah. that I wasn't expecting, especially the slow mo scene in the beginning. That was kind of a, a different style of of animation. Like it, like the CGI, it I don't know. Like the the blood effect was was very interesting, yeah. and it and even carried over to the end when we see the fight in the in the, the technology shop. Um, yeah, effects are really cool. I like those story in general. I think I mean it's it's definitely it's not a newer I. I I, okay, I would say I don't know. It, it is a newer idea. I mean, obviously, the superhero aspect of it isn't, but Correct. the 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 opposite effect of superheroes and yes. their um, dislikability is is very interesting, and I think that that's what's going to keep this show moving along because usually we all we all see throughout all of the different universes in real life in our life that we have like Marvel and DC universes. It's all peachy keen and it's all perfect and there's really no bad stuff that <laughs> at least we see in films and stuff and i mean and it and it goes to show in in this show we see how the the vote industry or vote industry really capitalizes off of the seven and how it's just like it's just like our lives where everything is everywhere you they're in it seems to be Times square and there's billboards and, and TV screens and yeah. everything is talking about them. And then even in we see a scene where Huey walks into a store to grab, I think, just like beer or something. And, oh, yeah. And he, he ends up walking through the whole store and there's literally there is an A-train beer. There's an A-train uh, cereal. Yeah. There's an A-train energy Frosted drink. A-trains. Yeah, Frosted A-trains. There's a, an A-train like energy drink. There's mm-hmm. A-train like probably condoms behind the thing I didn't he, notice. There's yeah. just everything. Oh, is, everything is A-train. And we see him have a, a full-on panic attack yeah. in the store and it just goes to show that like it's everywhere and it will mm-hmm. never never, you can never escape it really. So no. I, I like how it, it really shows that it, that's what it's like in our, our universe as well just because, yeah. I mean, like when the Avengers came out, it was literally everywhere. Like all of the Avengers movies, it's just yeah. everything is. They just they like to capitalize on it. I mean, it's not to that extreme, but well, yeah, it's just it is what it is. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. those are my likes. I would say. What do you What do you like? So I I love so many things about the show. My my biggest thing, and and I why I think this is an original concept and not too uh, cliche is that. This is like a, a complete 180 on the perception and the idea of a superhero. Like superheroes are supposed to be the good guys and that's why you have the bad guys to act as foil characters for these you know, superheroes. But th- this show is a direct paradigm shift. We see that the superheroes are – the good guys behind the scenes or sorry not behind the scenes in front of the scenes and then the bad guys behind the scenes they they are two sides of the coin in any one situation yes they can save lives but they can also destroy people they can destroy cities they're like not good with, and with i may interject with yeah. with no repercussions at all because no. val is completely um they're they're the I guess the agency that mm-hmm. keeps everything under wraps. So if anything bad ever happens, it's all swept under the rug. Yes. So like, and what I have it written down is it, it almost, it humanizes the superhero. 
So the superhero in film and television and comics, they're always like these these paragons of good, these people that do incredible things. But in this particular episode, we don't see, aside from the opening scene of the show, any superhero actions done at all. When they're in the boardroom and it's the seven talking, they're talking about like knockoff merchandise that's being sold and the money that's not going into their pockets. These people are just celeb, these superheroes are just celebrity analogs in we you know with a couple superpowers for a television show like it is exactly the same as some of the you know corporate bigwigs that you see in the United States they're doing similar bad things like and it's crazy that you we as the audience are getting to see behind the mask and see that damn, when a person can appear so good and so righteous on the outside because of the way that the media wants to portray it, and just that there's this seedy undertone of, like, all these awful things that these people do, you think about, like, damn, all those people that make millions and millions of dollars doing things day to day that we look up to, what sort of, like, dark dark histories or, like, dark things are they doing on a day-to-day basis that we just don't know and it's like wow thank you for opening up the curtain and helping us you know think about that because we live in a society you know whether you like it or not where today a lot of you know big time people are being exposed on a daily basis i mean the whole me too movement and that's you can tell like the influence of that straight up in this show. Uh, this is this has got all that, and it's good that they can bring attention to some of these things. And even if you don't see it, people, you know, can be aware that it probably does happen. Not to discredit the good people like Starlight who exist to go against these bad people, and I, I just really liked the way that they humanized. The supers, uh, because you don't normally see that in all these these superhero things. So that was just really really cool. That and uh, so that was my thesis. And then like uh, the fight scene was dope. I really I really like that. I know I already talked about that, but like using the blood from your mouth to spit on the invisible guy, that's cool. Yeah, um, it was it was cool. There's a good scene in the show with uh, one james fallon james that i think fallon. you want to talk about hey, 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 hey. Um, no, so it, it was cool because well i mean we talked about the fight scene at the end and and how translucent ends up meeting his demise and yes. and the reason we find that out is because earlier on in the show um translucent was on jimmy fallon and he talks <laughs> about his power which of course if superheroes were in real life they would probably do the same thing yeah. and like they would be on late night talk shows so we see translucent talking to jimmy fallon about how he is um the way that he turns invisible is based on the carbon yeah, he's um, made of like he's carbon not carbon nanotubes. He's made of like carbon fiber material. Yeah, or it's it's some type of carbon um, material, and that he he just turns invisible. And so Huey, uh, Huey ends up because he couldn't escape the that interview. He works. I mean, he works in um, a, sh- a shop where there's TVs on, and yeah. and that that show was ended up being on in his shop, but it was on in Times Square as well or wherever they were. And we we end up 
they hear that he is ba- he's made of carbon. So mm-hmm. Huey takes that information, and when he's in the shop fighting him, he's like, "Oh, he's very he his um his body is uh highly yeah highly mm-hmm. conductive." So he says, "All right, with my tech background, I'm gonna just shock him." And he doesn't. I guess he doesn't really realize that it would kill him, but he just keeps <laughs> holding it, and it yeah, ends up frying him to death. Fries so. him big time. Yeah, so it, it was... Uh, it was a great callback because you think about it just like, oh, this is just a scene that's showing that the superheroes are like celebrities that are just inter- just interviewed for fun. But like, no, that was important information for later on in the show, why this man will fry when yeah, he, gets, exactly. he gets shocked. And, and and I mean, yeah, it's it's little things like that that, I mean, the callbacks are definitely... Are, are, are helpful in some yeah. ways and and in this case it it was just it was refreshing to see it's like sometimes they they don't call it back immediately in the first episode it could be a callback later mm-hmm. down in the series yeah. but it, it kind of all fit together nicely in that one one jam-packed episode yeah it was that was that was pretty cool yeah i mean we we talked a, a good bit about the things that we liked and we could probably talk another 20 minutes about it but do you have any glaring glaring dislikes before we move on to later segments of the pod? Dislikes, I wouldn't say there there really are too many no. right now. I have like a um, small one. I mean, the only thing that I was thinking about, and I even switched it to my 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 likes, but I the way I, I would say that the animation or the, the animation CGI? like the CGI, yeah. it at first I was kind of like thrown off because it wasn't something you would typically see mm-hmm. but i i kind of i kind of eased into it i was like all right if this is what it's going to be like later on that's pretty cool that they, they incorporated the slow-mo pretty well and actually i didn't even mention but the first scene that we see is um two kids they're um they're in the middle of a, a robbery there was yeah. a guy there was a guy or two guys robbing a, an armored car mm-hmm. um and we end up seeing queen mave yeah. kind of falling from the sky and just standing still and then there's a, just a really really cool slow-mo uh, shot of her standing still but like the armored car is going through her so we see every layer of the armored car she handcocks it yeah exactly and it was a really cool like it, it was just animated really cool and i think that i i ended up at first i was kind of it, it felt a little wonky but then mm-hmm. after i saw like at the end with with the blood on translucent yeah. and Stuff like that. It it did seem a little bit more natural, and it it, fit, mm-hmm. it fits the show. Yeah. yeah. But other than that, dislikes. I I really I'm having a hard time. Like after I, I mean all my notes. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I don't really see anything glaring that I disliked. I could probably analyze a little bit more on my own time, but for right now, for the pilot, it seemed pretty strong. Um. Other. I, I mean, maybe mm-hmm. some people will dislike how intense uh how intense the the seven are as far as like being gross yeah. and mean but i mean it's a tvma show so they're gonna they wanna, they're gonna they're gonna go all out they want to let you know that right off the yeah, bat exactly and they do a good job of it they let you know that you you don't want to root for them you want to root for huey and butcher and, and annie oh, um yeah. which is pretty evident and but yeah other than that i think they they set everything up for the rest of the show pretty well, and it's it's an eight episode show. It's it, they're all hour each, so it, it's they they have a, a lot to talk about in, in a short, short short series. I'm yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. So uh, my my only main dislike is uh, so we do this A and B plot. I know we talked about them separately. They do blend at one point in the time. Uh, Huey is sitting on a bench in a park next to annie and annie's talking on the phone with her mom about like 
oh, everything's great at work, even though she had to, you know, perform sexual acts against her will with this knockoff Aquaman piece of garbage. And she doesn't want to tell her mom because her mom was so excited that she got this job. Uh, and it's just like, oh, your, your heart's being ripped out. And Annie and Huey have this very human moment where they're talking about like, oh, what are you dealing with today? Because both of them are upset. I really would have loved it if Huey just learned right off the bat that she was in the seven. Um, because there's also the scene in the bathroom where she walks in and Huey's in the stall and they don't see each other. Uh, I... I don't really like that whole like, oh, dancing around this big reveal that we know is going to come. Like I would, I would have just liked it to, even at the end of the episode, if it was revealed to him, like, wow, I, I, I met her. I, I know the newest super in the seven, but then again, he probably would have bad feelings about her, which maybe that'll be a plot point, but I wish they didn't, I wish they had that out in the open. Um, and I think they want to just slow roll it because if I had to guess, now that Robin's out of the picture, these two are probably going to uh, fall in love. Yeah, but probably. We'll see. I mean, it, it, I do agree to some extent that they should have probably met this this episode. Um, mm-hmm. I did see, I mean, obviously, I, I wanted to see what the show was going to be about. So I watched the trailer. I mean, there are a couple of trailers out there. But, I mean, you do end up, obviously, they're going to meet. Um, yeah. and, and obviously, it seems like they're going to work together in some capacity. But... I I do agree. It should have been probably toward the end of this episode, just because mm-hmm. it's only eight, ep- eight episodes. So I feel like it may be their relationship may be a little rushed if they don't get to it sooner. Yeah, um, but yeah. we'll see. So we'll see. There's a lot a lot more to chew on. But uh, other than that, do you want to move on to talk about some theories? I got some good theories. All right, we're gonna dig right into that. So for the next segment of the podcast, this is the part of the show where we talk about the theories that we think will happen later on in this particular season and the series itself. Reminder that this show came out last week, so there's probably a lot to lot to talk about, and there was a lot to munch on in the episode, but if you got some good theories, I will let you take the floor to start off. Um, so obviously there, there are a couple things that we learn that are open-ended um Mm -hmm. like any pilot there's going to be open-ended plot lines and and just things that could go in many different directions um a couple to start um and i'll I'll give you some to talk about as well but um the first that i was kind of interested in was butcher and his backstory so there is a scene when huey is in the car with him and he kind of turns around and notices what looks to be a either a dog toy oh. or a kid's toy. Yeah. And he, he Huey asks, do you, do you have, did you have a dog or do you have a dog? And Huey just kind of says no. And then that's it. That's all you get. And we, and uh-huh. they never revisit it the rest of the episode. Ooh. And I'm obviously that raises some questions. Like, did he have a kid or did he have a dog? And is there, how did the soups affect his, his life in any way is that related uh-huh. directly to that toy or is that how he's trying to get revenge and whatnot yeah. um so obviously there are a lot a, there's a lot to kind of dive into with his character and obviously we'll probably learn that within episode three or four like any any show that two main characters are squabbling at first and then they open up to each other but yeah i mean his his character is very interesting and obviously he's not a federal agent so what is he mm. and i'm 
I don't, I'm thinking, which I could see it be going in that route, is that he has some direct relation to a soup, whether or not he's oh. a soup. Oh, you know he's a soup. Or, you know he's a soup. Or his son and or family member is and they were or killed or dog who knows <laughs> well the thing that we do know about soups is that um <laughs> there are 200 plus of them and they're that, that's only by this this particular company there's more yes soups in the but world. Uh, yes and they are it, it, it what a soup is categorized is that they're super able people who are born with powers super able um Kind of like My Hero Academia. Yeah, mm-hmm. And, uh, I thought about I, that too. Exactly. And uh, so, yeah, I I think that in some aspect, he is directly related to a soup and he had a bad experience or just some tragic incident that he obviously has a vendetta against them. So, yeah, but- Butcher's character, I think, is is definitely going to be interesting to, to dive into. And, um, yeah, theory-wise, I, I, I think that... I could see him having some superpower that he, he's just kind of holding back on, or or maybe he oh, just doesn't yeah. want to to show it because he doesn't like he he didn't like being born with it, which is understandable. Um, oh. Yeah, so it'll, it'll be interesting to dive into. But that's just one of my theories. Yes. So it's all been made clear to me. You help me realize what is the what Billy Butcher actually is. So. One of the seven retired. His name was the Lamplighter. What does a lamp do? Sheds light. What needs to be shed light on? All that shit, all that bad stuff that the that the uh, superheroes do. Who do we think Lamplighter is? I am pretty sure in this moment that Billy Butcher is the Lamplighter. And he retired from the seven to go behind their backs and beef them up. Big time. He wants to take him down. That's my thought. The only thing I would have to to go off of. Well, so okay, so lamp later in so when when they're in the tower, mm-hmm. we notice that there's a big, big poster of all of them together and, and lamp later as a character, what he looks like is he's just a man in a, a hooded robe and you don't yes. see his face. Correct. Which is fine. And and your theory may be maybe mm-hmm. it may hold up. However, when when they do talk when translucent comes in the store, he's like, "Who are you and what do you do?" Hey, man. I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe Billy Butcher is was he never showed his face the entire time he was in the seven, which who knows could be a possibility. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, that that's a good one. I actually never didn't think of that. I I, I mean, I didn't think about it until and, thirty seconds yeah, ago. Exactly. But I I just I just feel like Billy has to be a soup. Like he wouldn't have. I don't think he would have been able to get into that bar because the bar. It was exclusively super able people, right? It seemed to be. So we like we, there are people flying. There yes. are people small. We yeah, we see men. <laughs> Matt Damon and then uh, uh, life's or what was that 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 movie where he shrinks down and, and goes oh, into like the t- t- oh god you watched it was that awful movie. Uh, t- Friggin' like, downsizing. Downsizing. <laughs> Garbage. Yeah. Um, people doing that stuff. There's and then a mini man. And then what I uh, thought There was, was a snake man. But but did you hear what they were talking about? He was like, this guy is such a hypocrite. He he prays the gay away. But then he's making out with two dudes, two dudes in yeah. the bar. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, th- this whole bar, underground club, is exclusively um, yeah. soups. And, and, I mean, we see A-Train there on the videotape. And he's with... Some other guy that appears to be a soup. So yeah. yeah, I mean, Billy Butcher seems like he could could have some power to be able to get in. So I mean, he kinda, they, he knew the password or whatever. Yeah, it checks out. 
So, and then, and you said it yourself, like maybe Lamplighter is a relative of him, but I think if there's any, if he's related to anybody, then that would be my guess. And who knows if that, if that's going to be the big reveal, maybe that's like a big season one end reveal, like, oh, you were in the seven, but we've been working to take down the seven the whole time. Like, what the hell? I mean, we don't even know the whole history of the seven. We don't know how long they've been together. Mm -hmm. We don't know. Who have been previous suit uh, seven? The Justice um, Friends. Yeah, we we don't really know too much, and and that's fine. I mean, that's they, they don't want to give us too much, and it seems pretty um pretty cut and dry as far as like who they are. They give us all the characters at first, and yeah, so we have a lot to open up in that. But yeah, I have one more one more question I want to talk to you about. So I I know we didn't talk about it too much in the in the review, but this compound V thing. Is like an important. It's an important device. It's it's the reason why the head of Vought tells Homelander to go blow up this guy's hair uh, airplane. We don't know what Compound V is, but this man who was just trying to buy a super for Detroit told the head of Vought, "I know all about Compound V. I'm gonna release the story if you don't." Or the rumors. You know, or all the rumors, unless you give me a superhero for a cheaper price. Uh, also, human trafficking much? Kind of. Like I mean, it's their their own will, but like it's right. they're literally buying out humans and well, superhumans Super. in a sense to sell to other. But it's states. like it's like getting a job. Yeah. I don't know if it's like human trafficking, but who who knows? It, it just seemed it bad. seemed very like. It just sound, it seems skeevy when because there's this the the one, main woman Madeline I think her name is or you had mentioned yeah that I think may be her name she's like the Samuel L. Jackson of Val like she, oh yeah she's like the the yeah. head honcho and like is the, she's the, the eye patched man yeah she she's the face of the seven and she was in this meeting with this this guy who essentially I think what, what was he the mayor of Detroit or he was like a, Baltimore yeah. I think it may have been. And um, I don't know. They, they oh were, yeah, maybe it was. Bald they were they were going back and forth about how much they should sell the Nubian prince, the Nubian prince, um, to the city to to drop the crime rate. And it just the whole meeting itself seemed very very gross and and whatnot. Yeah, um, three hundred million dollars yeah. to buy a superhero. And what do you think? Does that sound good to you? And and he started to to bring up um, the Compound V and try to kind of blackmail her into lowering the price. And yeah, Compound V is completely unknown. Tell me what you think it is. So my th- my thinking is that it it could be a couple of different things. It could be a serum to give someone mm-hmm. superheroes just from like a shot. Uh-huh. It could be um, a serum that could obviously take away uh, powers. Ooh, yeah. It could be a shot that you can give to a human that could um, produce offspring that like end oh. up becoming superheroes later on. Didn't and think about it that way. Just because people are like not necessarily everybody is born as su- like super abled, so maybe this compound can just if you if you end up, it's kind of like. Um, Test your baby. Uh, yeah, like you just kind of – that's like one of the boxes you check. Do you want your baby to be super able? And like <laughs> that's a compound that you can make or put in. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's – I think there was another one that I'm just forgetting. But Energy what, drink? What do you mean? Just straight up energy oh, drink. Oh, just that, that, that compound. Yeah, it's, it's just the Krabby Patty secret formula. <laughs> um, I don't, do you... I, no, I'm, I'm pretty confident that it would probably just be something that would induce 
powers in a person that doesn't have powers. That way they can sell the luxury of wanting to be a super. And if I had to guess, it would probably backfire in a way that like, oh, you take it and then you turn into like a zombie or a monster or something like Rick and Morty, Cronenberg, garbage, like pile of flesh. Like it's probably really bad. And the rumors, if I had to guess are probably like, oh yeah, it's not doing well in its tests, its field tests because people are dying at an alarming rate or yeah. it's going to be a super virus or something like I that. I mean, like in, when I, like thinking about it, my, like when saying that it could be a compound to take away um, the power, I don't, I'm kind of like retracting that now, just thinking about, so say Butcher and, and Huey do end up finding out some bad things that happen and, and they end up like imprisoning the super supers like the supers they have superpowers they can easily escape prison (laughs) so it's like is that is that a compound already in place so like if they are they are arrested Mm. or something that they can just inject them and say all right your superhero powers are like gonna get disabled for the time that you're in jail or so who knows i mean there's it could be um it could take away it could give um yeah, it's a very ominous thing right now. And I mean, obviously, it, it's going to be um, revealed this season, probably. Oh, for sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be interesting. The only other thing that I think theory-based we could go into is yeah. the A-Train robbery. As in, like, what was he chasing? What was he doing with the yeah. money? And, like, who was he chasing? If he was chasing anybody, like... Right. So I when, mean, when, when A-Train completely obliterated Robin... He, you know, Huey, like mortified, looks to his side, looks to his right and sees A-Train there. And A-Train just says, I, I got to go. I got to go. I can't stay here. I can't stay here. And he runs away. So that's what you're referring to, correct? Yes. I don't know. I mean, the only, the only, I, I didn't really think too much about it. I Well, it, I mean, it, the only reason I'm thinking about it is because later on, um, Huey and Butcher, they talk about like, obviously what he could have been doing and like a reason to to kind of pin it on him um for like his reckless endangerment type of thing is is like why he was running in the first place and we do see him with two it looks like two duffel bags when he stops after killing robin we see him with the two duffel bags and and you kind of wonder is the other duffel bags filled with money filled with something it's filled with something and if it's money is was he part of the robbery was he trying to save someone from the robbery was he who knows i mean it and, and i think that part of figuring out why will lead to either a train's arrest or i guess just opening the light on how yeah. bad they are because i mean who knows maybe that money it, it seems like they don't need the money because they're so rich as it is from like billions of dollars yeah rich. and i don't it doesn't seem like he'd be the one to rob something but maybe he's involved in a drug ring and he needs to get money for someone he or, killed a woman yeah. and got away with it yeah like I don't, I don't think a drug i don't think drug smuggling is going to be something that wouldn't just get brushed under the rug like everything else so unless yeah. he's like Maybe stealing com- compound V or something. Maybe compound V was Shit in like there, that. and he's trying to get it away from the hands of someone who stole in the first place. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah uh, but uh, I don't know. Compound I mean, because v, all, all, like, all he's know, an awful man, A Train. All we know is that compound V is has, is rumors, and and when the the businessman or the mayor of Baltimore, or whatever, brought it up, uh, Madeline, her, I think, 
was kind of nervous and like obviously it's it's yeah. not something they want out there. So. It's something that they would kill to cover up. So mm. maybe uh, a train is part of that, and and maybe all the seven are part of that, and and we just don't know yet. But hey, man, just take the A train. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so I mean, I, I don't have any other any other theories. I don't know. I mean, I'm. Uh, yeah. I mean, my I mean, notes. hey, I I think that. Uh, do you think Huey's ever gonna have superpowers? He's got that if com- that Deku looking jacket if, on. If if Compound V is what it says it is, and it, or if if it is what we think it may be, and if it gives you superpowers, I mean. I I don't I don't actually see Huey being the person to in, ingest oh, no, no, super no, no. Um, powers just because there's one scene where he's like all I listen to is James Taylor Paul uh, Simon and Garfunkel and, and Billy Joel Billy Joel and I they're not I, uh, what was the word uh, because an I not infiltrator Infl- yeah they're not infiltrators yeah. <laughs> and it's just it it's he is a very reserved person granted in the trailer that I watched it, it, you do see like a scene where he's like knocking a bunch of stuff down in his bedroom or like he's like getting really angry and he actually oh, yeah. he actually acts on his feelings instead of just bottling them up and oh, not, yeah. not doing anything but he yeah he's he's a very he's he's going to grow as a character whether yeah. or not he's he's going to have superpowers is to be seen but i don't think he or would he could have like a dormant superpower maybe that's I possible but thought about that. um yeah i don't know he he definitely seems like a like a character that's going to just Try to do good by showing, shedding some light on the the atrocities. He's that, in it now. He, yeah, he's in he's it. He's in it now. He's knee deep. But, uh, but as far as theories, I think yeah. that's it. I don't yeah have anything else written down other than other than that. But yeah, let's move on to uh to rate the podcast then. If you're go good for to go. It. So our final segment of the Pilot's Guide podcast, as always, is where we rate the show on the scale of crash landing to clear for takeoff. Angelo, where does this show land on the scale for you? By the way that I've been talking about it, it should be pretty pretty evident. But I mean, I with the amount of likes versus dislikes, I honestly think that this show is clear for takeoff. Yeah. It, I mean, overall, it's it's a it's a good solid hour of good television. It's mm-hmm. it's got a, a a lot of good plot points that are going to be expanded. Characters are really fun. Effects are, are fun. Um, some of the music was pretty good. Yes, like good the, music. There, there was some good um, scenes, like when he was infiltrating the infiltrating the tower. Ah! And, and then that one song that just kept playing every time he would do something fun or like like nerve wracking, it would play, and it was like it, it, they they did a good job with the sound editing and stuff like that. But oh yeah, yeah. Overall, I would I would definitely give this show a good a good score. I mean, I plan I plan to watch it. It it, yeah. it seems like the show that will carry on for a couple seasons. I, I mean, hopefully they they stick with the momentum of keeping the the, the superheroes bad, unless. They want to flip that one season and talk and like revive the soup, the soups and the yeah, seven type of thing. Yeah. But, but I mean, it's definitely an interesting concept that I think they can run with for a, a while. Yeah, yeah. Ditto here. Same, same goes for me. It's shows clear for takeoff. Um, Amazon's really cranking them out, man. <laughs> Amazon's doing really good stuff. I, I would agree. Like, and I think I think it's slightly under the radar because. 
even though everybody has Prime and they all probably know, like, they probably don't realize that they have Amazon Prime Video, but like, Amazon and M- Mr. Bezos, he's got he's got the coin to pump out some like really really good television. I mean, if you're subscribed to Amazon, don't waste your money and utilize all of the, the all of the um the things that Amazon yes. gives you. I mean, the music, the video, um that Twitch Prime, you yeah, got true. there's just there's so many different things. Two day shipping. Uh, yeah, you've got, uh, you've got Bezos bucks. There's just you've so got, many. Um, yeah, I mean Prime Originals. You got movies that that come that aren't on other on other streaming sites. Live stuff. footage of Jeff Bezos' house. <laughs> uh, all the good, all the good stuff. Yeah, I mean it's it's definitely worth worthwhile if you have Prime already. And, For sure, you hear that Amazon. And and, and and these and these shows, these originals that they're cranking out. Uh, they hold their own. I mean, surprisingly enough, even though the the um the interface that Prime Video has, like on phones and mm. and different streaming platforms, is a little wonky and it's not the best to navigate, like Netflix or Hulu is. But mm. regardless, if you can find find stuff, and and they say Amazon yeah. Originals, I would highly recommend them. I mean, I've watched mm. a good amount of. I've watched a couple of hey uh, man, Prime. Miss Maisel's incredible, incredible. Uh, Man in the High Tower, Man in the High Castle or whatever is a really good show. Unfortunately, we found out that the tick got canceled. Uh, so there's a little knock there. Uh, good Omens was great. Like uh, Mozart in the Jungle. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think. Uh, Sneaky Pete. Sneaky I've, Pete. I've watched a couple of those. That's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, Homecoming just came out. Got a bunch of Emmy noms. Yeah. Um, the... Uh, I watched Jack Ryan, Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan with hey man, John, John, John Krasinski. Krasinski. Great, great show. Um, All you Office fans out there. The Expanse, which actually just got renewed for a fifth season, oh. is is on Prime. Fifth um, season. Yeah, Expanse has is, is been been growing. Yeah. yeah, no, there's Prime is holding its own. But. No, it really is. And one of the things, Sean always loves to talk about advertising. So I have to bring up advertising now, especially if he's not here. But the boys... I found out about The Boys probably like a week before it came out. So I think Amazon's still in like th- figuring out what they want to do Amazon or Amazon wise, uh, advertising wise, because the show was under the radar. And then when I noticed like, oh, that looks kind of cool from a commercial or two. Um, and then Angelo offering it to be the show for, for today's podcast. I was like, okay, yeah, I, I remember seeing that and, and – but man, the way they advertise this show was different than than I thought. Uh, I didn't. I, did you watch a trailer for this? I did. I because I, I did. I did not. And I was talking to uh, our our friend Matt uh, today, and he was saying that they show Robin get obliterated in the trailer, in the trailer. Yeah. and i was like wow that's not something that i would think they do that. like not since paul blart mall cop 2 have i been sh- <laughs> so shocked by somebody getting hit by a high-speed velocity vehicle crazy yeah they they show that in the trailer i mean granted you have no idea who that character is and what the impact is going to be yeah kind of i mean you do see huey in despair so you obviously you know that it's going to be someone either related to huey or in love with huey and I mean, obviously, they they kind of in the trailer they show what what it's going to be about, but yeah, no, they they go all out with the trailer and just kind of show they show the the effects and what they're capable of yeah. and and kind of they what they're willing all. yeah they're what they're what they're willing to put on display, which is 
which is i guess a good thing if you're if you're into that yeah. that stuff but yeah no i i watched a trailer actually i think two nights ago and i Got watched it. it yesterday and uh yeah the, the, i did see so we have um a roku that we have hooked up to our computer our tv and i noticed so if when you have the roku and you're scrolling through on the right there's like a banner um uh, not necessarily ads they're just kind of uh-huh. like telling you yeah. to go click on a bunch of stuff and um i did end up noticing there was um like in the amazon um logo that they have there like just telling you go go to amazon and check out these um that they had just a full right side of the tv banner of um the boys and it was a cool a cool logo it, it was mm-hmm. um like graffiti-esque um oh with the lasers coming out of his yeah, eyes yeah it was mm-hmm. it was very it, it was kind of ominous and and i hadn't didn't really yeah. you, you don't really get a lot of sense for what's going to happen yeah. in the show it's just kind of all right it's going to be a gritty superhero show but it's really oh. it's super gritty all right yeah but, man Love you, Gritty. <laughs> gritty. Shout out. Philly flies. flies. But yeah, no, definitely uh, clear for takeoff. Hey, man. Eight episodes. Uh, I think it was renewed for a second season. Good. Um, after the first week. I mean, apparently it, it gained a lot of traction and people are watching it. So we'll, we'll see where we'll, we'll see where it's at in a little while. But uh, hey, man, things are pointing up for the show. But they got to capitalize now if they if they have it and they're trying and they can do something new with the genre. All power to them. Also, did you know who Huey is played by? No. It's Jack Quaid, Dennis Quaid's son. Oh, that's Dennis Quaid's son? Yeah. Sa- Sammy had mentioned that last night. Wow. Um, DQ. Yeah. And uh, Carl Urban, I've watched him. Um, there's a show on, I believe it was Fox, Almost Human, and he's also in a bunch of the Lord, oh, Lord, of, the Ring, Lord of the Rings. He's in a couple other things. But yeah, he, he was in Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, so I mean, they it they the casting was, was that must be why it's called the boys. Yeah, Dennis Quaid is boy. <laughs> we didn't actually talk about <laughs> no, that. No, and I, I, I mean, hey they, man, they're just boys. Cracking a cold one, but I, I mean, the only thing I can think of is that you only see the boys of the show uh, of the seven doing bad things. Like you don't see any of the. Women oh, are doing it, so that's I don't fair. know. Like maybe Queen Maeve is just doing what Annie's doing she and is be. going along with everything, she really so could that be. she she's just fitting in and trying to not like lose her reputation or lose her job. So maybe it's like all the boys are of the superhero realm or the superhero seven or whatever are the bad guys. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, from from the title, it's kind of hard to tell right now. I mean, maybe. There's there's uh, boys that will team up with Huey and, and Butcher. That, right, Jeff that, Boizos. Jeff Jeff <laughs> But yeah, no, it's uh, I'm I'm happy with this 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 show. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Good stuff. Good stuff indeed. So you ready to close out the show then? Let's do it. Awesome. So thank you all for joining us today on a new episode of the Pilot's Guide Podcast. Angelo, thank you so much for filling in for your younger brother, Sean, today. Absolutely. Yeah, it was a good time. Uh, a good, a really good show, really good pick, strong entry. New show, love doing new shows. I'm just, I'll just plug all the stuff. Uh, you can find Sean and I, our Twitters, at the show Twitter, at Pilot's Guide Pod. Uh, you can send us an email pilotsguidepod at gmail.com we'd love to hear from you uh if you have any ideas on shows to watch or uh comments on stuff that we talked about or previous episodes we've got a back catalog of about 18 19 episodes at this point 
cranking them out. We're excited to uh, be giving you new content every week. I'd like to thank my producers, uh, Andrew and Angelo, especially Angelo, for being on here on a on a pod. We got to get Andrew on one soon. I think he's got a plan. Uh, whenever that new Lord of the Rings show comes out, I think he has he has claimed that months in advance uh, to be the show that he will uh, be starring on. But hey, I mean, if you ever want to get on another episode with Sean and I, just say the word and you're you're in there. Absolutely. I mean, I I, I went to school for for film and video like criticism, so I mm-hmm. I love this stuff, and that's why I love producing it and and helping with the behind the scenes audio stuff because it's it's fun it's a fun podcast and they and you guys definitely uh you nail a lot of the the good points and i mean a lot of people talk about shows in general and Mm -hmm. i think that it's it's good to have more voices to explain and and talk about things that a lot of people don't understand or don't pick up on and Mm -hmm. it's it's definitely it's it's gaining traction and uh it's, it's definitely it's fun We'll be there to catch the small things for you so you don't have to rewatch the show over and over again or listen to some guy explain it like this on YouTube. <laughs> what, were you gonna, what else were you going to say? I don't even remember so, now. I shut well, him off. What was I going to say? Yeah, I mean, and also, if you guys like this new format, I like it personally. Yeah. I like editing it. It's it's fun to, to break it down into three minutes and kind of do a fast track of uh, what happened. And, and it was... I mean, I, I did it right off the cuff. I had no notes prepared. I mean, I had notes prepared, but I didn't read any of them while I was doing the three minutes. And it, and it definitely uh, was a little nerve-wracking. I mean, it's it's a long show. Right. Long as in a regular hour-long show, yeah. but there's just there was a lot to take in. So it's mm-hmm. nice to uh, to spitball and, and, and throw out what you thought and then fill in for the other, the other um, uh, person to have all the other – points talked sure. about so for sure i thought it flowed and let us know uh at the twitter what you guys think about yeah, the, the new format hop on there uh we want to hear from you please uh if you would rate review the show on itunes uh you can uh, retweet us f- and by following us on twitter you'll get hints at some of the other shows that we're we're doing in a case of an emergency pod i posted uh, a picture from last week's uh pod a about the the little witch academia which if you hadn't if you didn't know if you weren't aware that there was going to be an emergency pod you can get little teasers like that and be like oh something something else is brimming uh but next week we will be back with sean unless something else comes up and he blows me off again that little that little little misfit uh we'll be watching russian doll so get excited for that Yeah, it's been a good time. Thank you for hopping on with me today. Thank you. And uh, we'll be back next week with another episode of the Pilot's Guide Podcast. But until then, we hope that you uh, your flights remain clear and that when you land, you may feel free to always roam about the cabin. Talk to you next week. Bye-bye. <laughs>